two guys and a bottle of love. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? Here it is. Saturday, the the eleventh. The eleventh and another uh, another lovely rainy rainy uh, January day. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's funny. Our buddy down in Florida sent us that uh, sent us that picture that earlier and sent, and uh, showed us that this is what uh, snow looks like in Florida. As he sent a picture of the beach, and uh, and so I sent one back to him with my backyard that looks like a small lake right now, and said, "This is what snow looks like in Michigan." Guess we're not getting much of it this year, but oh well. So. And apparently, the uh, the preacher man is a little under the weather, so he's uh, he's uh, uh, highly contagious, from what I understand. And I'm not sure if I know all the details of that, but uh, <laughs> not sure if I if I want to know all the details. But fortunately, Anthony was nice enough to stop by and hang out and help us out and and uh, make it so we can still get a show out because we got a few things to cover today and wanted to make sure we got a show out for all you guys and. So, yeah, go ahead. Say hi, Anthony. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so, but, yeah, he uh, talked to me the other day and, and had something going on, and he was on medication, and he was hoping it was going to be cleared up, but now apparently it's getting worse before it gets better, and he's uh, scheduled, I guess, half the week off of work and ain't going back in for sure until Wednesday, if, if, if not even further after that. So we'll let him sit there and lick his wounds and and uh try to carry on with some of the things that happened this week but uh it's been uh, it's been another one of those crazy weeks and you know it uh you know the one thing i was going to talk about was uh was uh you know we had the whole uh the whole situation last week with uh um you know we talked about the uh, of course you weren't here for it but uh we we talked about the um Oh, the whole uh, Iran controversy and and the choices that uh, the president made about going after that general and and you know then of course everybody starts screaming you know is it was it an execution was it a murder was it an assassination was it you know and it's it's just I get I get really tired and you know I, granted I know we should question you know what our government does but at the same time when it comes to stuff like that I just think you know I I personally need to leave that to people that know more about it than I do. Then Iran turned around and fired back like we all thought they would. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they uh, <laughs> how they missed everything except for that Canadian plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they <laughs> didn't uh, they didn't hit uh, hit anything that they were aiming for, and uh, uh, I guess uh, the early warning system worked at the at the uh, military bases, and they the air defense missiles got a few of their missiles, and the ones that actually made contact weren't uh, weren't anywhere near. Uh, any of the buildings or anywhere so fortunately nobody was hurt but yeah they did they did manage to shoot down one of their uh, one of their aircraft so how that works i don't know and they're still denying it and saying that uh, it wasn't them but but uh, i guess that's <laughs> i guess that's the way it goes <laughs> i don't know you know it's just a just a whole lot of stupidity they did but, admit it now yeah, iran did they did they actually admit it that yeah, they did it so- because the last thing I heard, Human error. okay. I, well, the last thing I heard was they were, they weren't sharing the black boxes with uh, with McDonnell Douglas because they didn't want uh, they didn't want uh, to share the information and they didn't want them reviewed and they weren't giving any information out. So, but uh, I, I, yeah, I guess they uh, they found they found uh, radar that actually confirmed that uh, 
that uh, the, the missile came from Iran. They found out that it was a, a, a Russian uh, a Russian ballistic missile that actually took the plane down. So seems pretty obvious, so I guess I don't have much choice mm-hmm. but to admit it. <coughs> but anyways, um, I don't know. Besides that this week, uh, just seemed like an ongoing, once again, an ongoing drift of chaos. <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't seem to ever stop. I saw I saw Jesse Smollett got um, got the uh, uh, I guess he's not done yet. They're still going back after him. In fact, the uh, they had warrants that were filed in the courts, and the uh, Cook County Circuit Court is got uh, the approval for the warrant, and they're actually going to they've got a warrant for Google to release all of his uh, all of his text messages, phone calls and everything from that whole incident because they want to review everything and find out what really <coughs> happened. So that actually that actually passed. So um, they're going to have access to his emails, photos, location data, um, deleted messages and any other files in his Google Drive that Google Voice text calls, etc. So so they're not done uh, they're not done investigating that yet and uh, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that comes out because, you know, that prosecutor, Kim Fox, um, decided to drop the charges against him. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out going forward. Looks like it looks like another cover up. But who knows? So did you get a chance to watch the uh, Golden Globes last week or did you just I uh, did just you watch the, uh, the heard monologue? The, heard the reviews? Yeah, <laughs> I had to watch my own after hear about it. That was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, of course, Ricky Gervais, uh, you know, it, it, once again, anytime anybody does anything, you know, everybody gets crucified after the fact. But, um, but yeah, I, I actually, th- this was this was pretty good. I enjoyed this, and I didn't really watch the Golden Globes, but, boy, I sure heard the fallout the the, uh, the next days after it. But uh, for, for those of you that didn't get a chance to watch it, I'll play a little bit of this for you because uh, it was pretty entertaining. He decided to completely... Uh, crucify hollywood i don't think uh, and it wasn't just anybody specific i think it was pretty much all hollywood but uh yeah let me let me run a little bit of this for you seventh annual golden globe awards live from the beverly hilton hotel here in los angeles i'm ricky gervais thank you you'll be pleased to know this is the last time i'm hosting these awards so i don't care anymore um i'm joking i never did let's go out with a bang Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all gonna die soon, and there's no sequel. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, no, shush. It's her, it's her daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. (laughs) It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, Surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. The Irishman was amazing. Long, but amazing. Um, 
it wasn't the only epic movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So... <laughs> At least he's laughing. Yeah. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, we were going to do an in-memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just... No. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent. If you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and... <laughs> of course, they obviously beat that out, but... Uh... <laughs> And of course, him telling everybody to uh, to do that uh, didn't didn't really stop anybody because there was quite a few of them that had to go out there and uh, give their speeches. And he must and not have told them what he was going to say before I, he went up there. I I, I, I don't, don't think know. they would have approved that. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but it so it, you know. And here's what's funny. I don't know if you saw the follow up to that, but um, the uh, the the everybody accused him. Uh, of being a uh, being a huge right winger and and you know just picking on all the the democratic you know Hollywood oh, people. Well, that's the funny thing. Ricky Gervais is not shy about the fact that he is he is very much a liberal, and on top of that, he's a huge Trump hater. Yeah, and he's very vocal about it. So, I I kind of liked what he said just for the simple fact that you know he kind of stood among his own peers and really his own party if you will yep. and told him the way it was i mean it's, it's like you know the, the, the bs has got to stop it's just it's just out of control so so yeah i mean he just he kind of fought back a little bit responding to the critics because you know you know teasing teasing privileged people is not right wing he said so <laughs> <laughs> and he's right it's uh, <laughs> that's not partisan that's just uh, <laughs> just good old clean fun so <laughs> but oh well it's uh that's uh that <laughs> was uh Probably the highlight of the Golden Globes. I went through some of it and listened to some of the other speeches, and, and really just couldn't couldn't take too much of it. It's just you know, typical typical political partisan BS where they, you know, they they've got the voice, so they think they got to go up there and 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 tell you everything about what's wrong with the world and why how they believe that it should be changed. So, so that's the end of that. But uh, the other, you know, speaking of him talking about a monologue, all the people we lost last year. Um, you know, kind of brings me to my next story because crime and we're not even into the, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was quite a year, you know, as we covered a couple shows ago, I mean, for the, for the people that passed and, and, you know, not just uh, our group of peers and friends and family, but for, you know, Hollywood and actors and, and, you know, well-known people. I mean, we lost a lot of people last year and musicians and, but, uh, boy, what a way to start this year out. Huge fan and, and, uh, probably a inspiration of mine from, uh, from, uh, very young age i learned to love neil peart way back in high school you know that's uh 
kind of yeah, patterned myself uh, around his drumming style and tried to, you know, tried to follow what he did because he's just one of the greats. He, uh, you know, his his styles are second to none. I mean, the way he uses syncopated rhythms and 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 multi multi time signatures and you know we were listening to one last night in fact we might even play a little bit of that for you when we do the deep dive but <coughs> sat here and counted it and i kind of forgot it's actually a nine four time signature which is just you know i mean most songs are written in four four or, you know waltzes are written in three three and a nine four is just a it's such a weird out of character thing but that just you know it just showed his creativity and his and his and the way he was and and I was telling uh, I, I was telling the robot bartender last night when we were talking about it. I said it'll be interesting to see, you know, once Getty and, and Alex start talking about you know about Neil, and uh, you know start telling stories and and to sit, I, I can almost hear them, you know, sitting there as a bass guitar player or as a as a lead guitar player going, how do you want me to do this? I can't follow this along, you know. But kudos to Getty because there's so many songs you hear that bass thumping right along with mm-hmm. you know. Neil's weird rhythms and time changes and and you know what a, what a great group what a great band and I know he contributed a lot to it and it was probably one of the best things for Rush when they uh, when they brought Neil on I think that was all the way back in 1974 yeah yeah he joined Rush in 1974 after the band's co-founders bassist singer Geddy Lee and uh, guitarist Alex Lifeson had released one self-titled album so what is uh you said the nine four time signature. What's time signature? So the time signature is the beats per minute. So oh, okay. you know when you when you listen to a song, you can almost hear it go one two three oh, okay. four so two, one, two two three yeah. four. Gotcha. You know, and then when you have waltzes, those are done in what's called a three three time signature. So you know, waltzes like one two three one two three yeah. one two. You know, okay. So, so when you, yeah, and and those are the two most common time signatures. You know, you hear you know probably the best way to relate it would be a band like um, like Metallica. If you think of one, you know that was actually in a in a six 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 time signature part of it. Those six tuplets that they mm-hmm. did. You know, it's so. I mean, there's different time signatures, but yeah, to do something so weird as a, as something like a nine four, where there's nine beats per minute, you know, it's 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 just really off the wall. But um, but yeah, I think uh, you'll probably hear some of that because I, I I believe uh, I believe we'll include a little bit of that later in the show. So so, but uh, in the meantime, um, you know, I just wanted to touch on the fact, you know, uh, it's just. It kind of it kind of has flown through. I mean, everybody's talking about it. It was kind of neat to listen to the uh, Canadian rock station last night. They did a uh, they always every Friday night. I think it's from five to six or six to seven. Um, they do a uh, a one hour all request. Well, guess what we heard for one hour listening to the radio last night? Yeah. It was nothing but Rush. All every last song they play played. So, you know, full dedication. You know, it's it's huge. I mean, you know, yeah. Neil Peart is probably, you know, as close to royalty in Canada as you're going to get. You know, he's just he's just a good man and, uh, you know, a good person. And, and uh, you know, Rush, great band. Just, you know, they, they're they just so well-known and so renowned, and especially to that country. I mean, that's, uh, that's the pride of, pride of Canada for sure. So, so yeah, big loss for them, big loss for everybody in the music world. And, and fortunately, we still have, uh, we still have uh, all his music and memories to – to go by and, and listen to and enjoy, but um, just because of that, I was uh, kind of, you know, getting a getting a little lump in my throat last night listening to it and thinking about it, just because uh, you know the memories I have of uh, growing up, uh, you know, learning learning their music and and playing their music and following them all these years. But uh, I put together a little, uh, just a little bit. I kind of took uh, you and you'll recognize some of these songs, but uh, I chopped out some of my uh, some of my favorite spots of uh, of his drumming. 
So I put together just a little uh, little five minute bit uh, with some highlights of uh, some of the some of the hits they've had over the years and some of his uh, some of his drum styles and some of their uh, some of their uh, different percussions and rhythms and and uh, unfortunately there's not uh, I, you know sorry sorry Getty there's not a lot of your vocals in here because I wasn't really focused on that but we still got your bass because you do it, did it so well beside him for so long and of course there's a little bit of Alex in here too but let me run this for you just uh, a little something I put together for you. Thank you. 
Team Control. And there it is. Some of the reasons why uh, why we're going to miss you. But uh, great career. And uh, sorry, it, uh, sorry it's uh, so soon. So soon. 67 is way too young, especially in this day and age. So feel for your family. And uh, rest in peace, Mr. Peart. We're going to miss you. So it's uh, not to not to be too heavy. I don't want to you know spend too much time on that, but uh, I guess probably a, f- a five minute highlight was uh, <laughs> was enough. But uh, now something I was you know fairly passionate about, so I wanted to make sure uh, you know make sure we uh, gave him his due because he sure deserves it. So is that band, one of the greats. So did you hear that uh, that we're uh, we're finally ge- getting the long weighted space force? <laughs> yep. Yep, the uh, the uh, space space force is now been signed in as of officially established on December twentieth. President Trump signed the twenty twenty National Defense Authorization Act for the space force. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does it does sound strange. I've read I, I've read some of the thoughts behind it. I don't I don't know. It's it just it sounds weird. It's the next place to expand to, I guess. Well, they say Space Force is not meant to put troops into space, but will provide forces and assets to Space Command, which leads U.S. and military space operations. So I, I, I'm not sure exactly how that how that factors into it, but um, um, they, they plan on re- renaming some bases, um, some of the existing bases. and, and But, yeah, we, uh, Buckley Air Force Base is, is going to be one of them, apparently. But uh, yeah, so we now actually have a space force, (laughs) which is that, you know, I mean, actually, that'd be cool because if everybody had a space force, you know, then we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, next, you know, next time they decide they want to fight a world war, maybe they'll just all go up there in space and just shoot each other and blow things up up in there. We don't even have to worry down here. They can just let us know at some point who comes back. And then, you know, that's who won. (laughs) <laughs> we don't have to we don't have to worry about wars down on the earth they can in just a go galaxy up there. far far away exactly yeah yeah fly to fly over there by mars or something and just have a big old shootout throw some nuclear bombs at each other you know <laughs> <laughs> well I, I think i'd rather it there than uh than here but uh yeah so we'll have to see how that plays out they're going to be a division of the air force but it'll be part of the space force yeah <laughs> so but, you know, speaking of war, and I don't know if you saw this article. I'm not even sure where the article went, but I remember it by memory because, um, you know, the, the big trending thing after after the big attack last week and that attack. You know, so you look at me. I don't even know. I don't know what we call it. I mean, I call it. I don't know. I don't know. I call it taking out a terrorist. You know, that's if you look at some of the things that that uh, <laughs> Salami or whatever his name was, that w- was guilty of. I, it's I, I don't know. He's a bad dude. You know, there's no way around it. He's a bad dude. So was it the right person to take out? Is it the right target? Uh, you know, do we keep taking out bad dudes? I mean, I, I don't know. Somebody smarter than me would have to know the answers to that. But, um, you know, all of a sudden, uh, um, 3,500 soldiers were deployed uh, from Fort Bragg. Um, they activated those, the quick response team, and, you know, and, and, and sent them over. So now all of a sudden it's everybody's talking about World War Three, And I saw the... Um, apparently, your generation, the millennials Don't and uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, the millennials and the uh, and the older Gen Zers actually crashed the Selective Service website last uh, last Friday because they were all worried about that. The, automatically, somebody leaked uh, some kind of tweet or something like that that was fake news once again, and they were all worried they were getting drafted. Oh man! So 
So yeah, they're all getting drafted because they're all heading over and fighting the World War Three over in over in Iran or Iraq or somewhere over there. So that's that's what's coming next. Well, you don't want to draft those people, anyways. Well, you know, it, I don't even whether it's a world war or a small scale war. I just don't even see. It, we're never going to have the draft again, not in this day and age of this technology. I mean, it, it really, you know, how many how many feet are you going to have on the ground? You know, it's just it's not like it's not like it was going to be. You know, back in World War One, where you've got people standing on the front lines battling each other and shooting each other and, and, and using, you know, rifles, you know, to, to assault each other and bayonets. I mean, you know, we're in the world of, of drone strikes and, yeah. and, you know, dropping bombs. And, and, you know, I just I just don't see it. So I heard a good oh, what's analogy is hard times create hard men, hard men create soft times, and soft times create weak men. <laughs> so right now we're in the time well you, you know and it's, and it's funny you say that because i i was reading this article about about um the the troops getting deployed from fort bragg and they interviewed a couple of them and it was funny because i sat here and went oh my lord what is our military turning into because one of them one of the uh, uh the people there uh one of the uh, uh one of the guys that they interviewed said we weren't prepared for this, and it's been just such a whirlwind, especially because I'm not used to being alone. And, uh, and it's oh. like, okay, you're serving in the military in a quick response team. In the, they're in the 82nd Airborne, you know, which is, which is the, the rapid deployment team, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, don't you, don't you understand that when something happens, I mean, you're, you're getting that. It's, it's, you're not going to get a week's notice or, you know, two months' notice and, you know, by the way, go home and, you know, take some time, and then we're, you know, we're gonna, sh you know, deploy you over here. I mean, that's not what that, it's not what that group's about, you know. It's so if something happens, you're going, it, you know, wheels up. We'll see you in six hours because you're on a plane, dude. So it's like, really, you're gonna sit here? That's okay. I guess you, I don't know. The softness is spreading like, yeah, <laughs> rampantly. Weak but, times. Uh, yeah, very weak times. It just seems like it's getting weaker and weaker all the time. Speaking on that. War thing though, did you hear about all the stuff that happened today with the Iranians uh, protesting and demand that their country, their uh, leader, step down? I have not. And Iran briefly detained the British ambassador to Iran. No, no, I've not followed the news <laughs> at all today. That was just yeah, today. No kidding. And then their the British foreign secretary slammed the Iranian action is breaking international law, saying the rest of the ambassador. Is a flagrant violation of international law. What it it doesn't surprise it's me. Messing with Britain too, so. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, the people protesting does not surprise me. I mean, it's a it's a dictatorship. That was for for the plane they were protesting because originally they said that they had no involvement and they didn't admit it till today. Oh, okay, okay. So that yeah, well, I I don't know. It's all I can say is I'm glad I don't live there. I'm, I'm glad I don't. I'm not part of the Middle East. I'm glad I'm not. I, I don't live there, and I'm fortunate enough to live in the country I live in. It's. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. It's. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's far from over. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of you know what comes next, and and that's kind of what everybody's making the big deal about is is who's, uh, you know, who's, who's doing what, and who's going to strike next, and who's going to fight back, and who's going to get involved after that, and you know, it, it, you just can't you can't speculate on it. It just all you can do is wait and see and. Hope that your government makes the right choice. We'll see. As President Trump always likes to say, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah. well, well, I was we'll. expecting a lot more stuff from his <coughs> speech. 
you know, I kind of give him kudos for being as as laid back as he was, and and I know it's not all just him. I mean, he's got he's got quite a team that stands behind him in in his Pentagon and his in his chief of staff. I mean, you know, to not fight back after they launched that military did that missile strike and fought back at us. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and all I said the morning it happened, I remember saying this, you know, exactly. All I hope is that nobody was hurt or killed in that. As long as nobody was hurt or killed, I think, and I don't see him as a warmonger. In fact, um, I was just listening to Fox News the other day, and they were talking about um, the fact that uh, that President Trump has been the least, um, has used the least military power and been the least aggressive out of all of our presidents over the last, I think it was, I don't want to say three decades, I think it was the last two decades, maybe three, but... He's, you know, out of all the presidents we've had over at least the last two decades for sure, he's used the, the, the very least amount of mili- military power or, or been the, the, the least aggressive in foreign, in foreign affairs. So, I, Yeah, it's just so much technology now, though, that everybody's involved in it, so it seems like it's a lot more. It does, and, that's, and, and there we go again, and we've covered this before, is, is, is the fact that, you know the, the the social the media and the social media is so out of control, and I just everybody's got a voice, and and <laughs> just mm-hmm. I just I don't think everybody needs a voice because they take it and they spin it, and then all of a sudden it goes viral, and everybody's tweeting about it, and everybody's putting their spin on it, and then they're telling other people, and and they're spinning it, and it just goes on and on, and now it's spreading like a virus, and you know I guess half the reason they call it viral, but and it just gets so blown out of proportion because. Because it does, you know. It just—I don't know. I not fond of it. I don't know. I don't like the social media thing, and I don't think everybody needs a voice. I think there should be a way to start canceling yeah. some of these people. Yep. <laughs> you know, I think you, you you start spreading, you know, bogus information. I think it should, you know, take put them put them in Facebook jail. Put them in, you know, put take away their Twitter account. Hell, yeah, take, then you can just make another one. Take away just, their phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or make it to where they can't get one. Yeah. Yeah. You, then you can just get another one and redo it all you over can, again. You can have a new phone, but you can't have internet on your phone. Yeah. You only get a flip phone. Yep. That's it. <laughs> just yeah, just text and call. You've caused enough chaos. All you can do is have a flip phone. You know, no more no more internet for you. <laughs> sure. I don't know. There's got to be some way to stop it because it just keeps, you know, every day there's a new story and it just keeps spinning on and on. And kind of like, you know, and it, there's a great example of that. Do you remember the Covington student, Nick, Nick Sandman, the, 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 <laughs> um, the kid uh, that, uh, what was that? Over the summer, they, him and his school were at the, uh, um, uh, in Washington and they were attending. I don't even remember what rally they were there attending, but um, while they were there, they, um, they got swept up in that controversy. Something to do with Native Americans or something. I think. Well, it didn't have anything to do with the Native Americans. They were, I think it was a, I think it was a, um, um, a pro-life uh, um, march or something like that that they that him and his um, him and his oh, school yeah, yeah. had gone yep. to, and you had the um, uh, the what is that the black Israelites or whatever that were harassing the kids um, that one far white ring group that they're right, right wing I don't even know what you call them. Uh, black Hebrew Israelites, that's what they are. And they were provoking the confrontation with the kids. And then while they were doing that, then the uh, um, then the Indian that was marching out there came and stood in front of us, sent in his face with his drum and and was beating his drum. And, and the picture went viral. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, 
that went viral like it does, and the news media grabbed a hold of it. And, of course, you know, the news media doesn't have to fact-check anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So they just spun that story into these these high school kids were picking on this poor Indian, and and it just went out of control, you know, for three days, four days, until they actually got all the facts together and figured out what was really going on, and then came to find out that it was, you know, not knowing the story, and it really didn't have anything to do with the high school kids, that it was that it was uh, the uh, the Hebrew Israelites that were causing the problems and and the the Indian that was trying to whatever get in the middle of it or not get in the middle of it or but you know the the, the poor kids kind of took the brunt of all that and and got reprimanded by their school and then put you know them and their families put up with just tons of tons of scrutiny from the media and and you know all the all the garbage they put up so they filed a lawsuit. They filed a, a a wrongful lawsuit. I don't remember what the exact what was it called. It was a defamation uh, of character. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, uh-huh. La- oh, here it is right here. Last March, sentiment attorneys filed a suit against CNN for its coverage of the incident, with the teen seeking a whopping eight hundred million Holy in damages sh- from CNN, NBC, and the Washington Post. You should be thankful that all happened. <laughs> well, so Fox 19 first reported that CNN settled with Sandman on Tuesday for an undisclosed amount. The $250 million defamation suit sought damages for the emotional distress of Nicholas and his, and his family suffered in the fallout of the network's reporting. So, you know, and this is a great quote right here. Actually, this is from uh, um, Greg Gutfeld. Um, he said, now, if you know somebody can sue you, that changes your behavior. If you don't have deep pockets, then your company has to be worried. I think this could put an end to the swarm. And he's absolutely right. And maybe maybe this lawsuit, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm sure he didn't get $250 million. You know, it's an undisclosed pretty amount. Good now, though. <laughs> but regardless, even if he got a half a million or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, that still makes a very strong point that, you know what, why don't you check your facts before you start spitting and spewing stuff out of your mouth? I mean, I thought... Especially being uh, that big of a media outlet. Well, absolutely. You know, and, and, and CNN has, has been piling it up for about the last, I don't even it's know how long. It's one thing for Betty on Facebook to post something wrong, but... Exactly. Exactly. But when, when you're a major news organization, and, I mean, I just remember the day when, when journalists, you, you could listen to people like Tom Brokoff or... Or I mean, locally, Mort Krim, or and you knew if they were telling you something, if you were watching the news and they were telling you something, it was a fact, mm-hmm. you know, because they vetted their sources, they they fact checked their journalism, they they you know they didn't just pick up some fly by night rumor that one guy told them and, and run with it and go, oh, this is the fact, yeah, we heard it, we heard it from uh, from uh, Joe on the street, and you know, and he says so, yeah, it, and there just doesn't seem to be any of that. It's like nobody nobody has to be accountable. For, for what they report or what they say. And, you know, and it's one thing, like you say, Grandma Betty throws something out on Twitter. That's that's one yep. thing. And, and that's not real smart on her part. But at the same time, you're talking news organizations that this is their this is their job. You know, I mean, this is what they do. They make big money to do it. And, and <laughs> I think there should be some accountability. So I'm glad. I'm absolutely glad that he won that lawsuit. And I think there's, I believe there's two... Two or three more pending, because um, it was a it was a multi-legged wa- lawsuit. Uh, let's oh here it is right here. Uh, his attorney, Todd McMurdy, told Fox News that lawsuits against as many as thirteen other defendants will be filed in up to thirty or forty days. 
So he's he's Better not he done wants yet. Sienna and money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. So and I and well, there was, and I remember when initially they started talking about that there was other people named in there. There was um there was a couple couple of uh, celebrities that jumped on the bandwagon. There was a couple other news organizations that jumped on the bandwagon. So. So yeah, it'll be interesting to watch that one play out, and I, you know, and I say, what, and whether the kid was right or wrong, you know, I don't know, but the way it spun out of control, I, you know, I think is, uh, is, is just extreme. So yeah, so good for him, good for him for proving a point to people that don't want to do their job. The picture does, though. I mean, he, he's got the face. Oh, absolutely. He looks like you know. But think about <laughs> think about when he you were a kid, when you were an eighteen year old high school kid. You don't think you were a little, yeah, well, no, little, I, little I, I cocky and in, in, in a certain situation, you know? Yeah. I mean, that could have very easily been your face too. Yep. Uh, you know, that's, I remember being that age. You know, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's you'll you'll have that, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think he des- I, I don't think he deserved every everything he got. So um, no, for so, sure. You know, and and you know how that goes when that stuff you know spirals out of control like that i mean the scrutiny you can only imagine the pressure and the scrutiny that him and his family put up with mm-hmm. you know and, and the school you know all of that so so yeah i i, I will have to keep an eye on that one and see where it goes from here but uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know so oh that was uh that was the other thing and you know what probably what we should do is See if we can get a hold of uh, Mr. Sickley and see how he's feeling because um, I know we wanted to uh, make sure that we covered our deep dives for you this week. So, um, and I know he had one lined up for us. So let's uh, let's blow in a call to the preacher man. See if he can uh, open his eyes enough to answer the phone and and uh, see how he's feeling. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, and, and I'm actually glad he's not here because he told me told me it's pretty contagious. So. <laughs> So probably better safer where he's at. <coughs> you have to listen to last week's show. We had uh, we did quite a few phone calls. We actually did a uh, Harris Hello? call. It's a preacher man. Scooter. <laughs> he's he's alive. <laughs> I'm alive. Alive and in contamination zone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in the DMZ right now, man. <laughs> Freaking awesome, man. Very nice. This is, what it, this is what it feels like to be on the other end of the of the phone call. Yep. Yep. We'll, yeah. We'll we'll try to we'll try to treat you a little better than we did the guy we called last week. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I listened to that uh, le- that phone call a couple times and went, "Holy moly!" <laughs> poor, Did poor, you really? Yeah. Takes a takes a whipping and keeps on keeps on coming. So. <laughs> I if I remember correctly, I was pretty relentless there for a little while. You were pretty hard on him. It was funny because uh, the robot bartender and I were listening to it. She's like, you can't put all that in there. And I'm like, why not? She's like, he was brutal to you guys. I said, we started it. I said, you got to listen yeah. to it again. We were pretty hard on him before he ever tore into us. He got a couple good licks in. but <laughs> was, wasn't... Did he hang up on us once and we hung up on him purposely the second time? I think we hung up on him the second time. I only remember hanging up on one. Well, I all I saved on the recording was when we hung up on him. I don't. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Or, or we lo- or we lost contact with him or something. Or yeah, yeah. Or he hung up on us because he was done with us, and then we called him back, and he actually picked up the phone. <laughs> and then I think we hung up on him on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should see him. He's uh, he's back in rare form. Probably be a good night to call him again. He'd be entertaining because he's in rare form on uh, on the old uh, texting. That's uh, that's all flying back and forth. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. He sent me all kinds of stuff from like uh, where is he? Tampa, Tampa, St. Petersburg. One of those beaches over there. He's got he's got something going on. Yeah, I, always. I I think he's probably about three sheets to the wind, judging from the text we're receiving. Yeah, he's probably on that flaca. Sniffing <laughs> 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 those bath salts. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> How's it going on in the studio, man? Oh, it's good. Good. Anthony stopped by, so he's uh, he's he's covering your spot for you and, and uh, trying to just cover a little some of, some of the events that happened this week. Uh, right on. Yeah. What's up, Anthony? What's going on? <laughs> thanks for thanks for sitting in, brother. Oh, no problem. All right, you got this. Yeah, yeah. Well, we figured we'd get a little bit of a show out here. There was too much, too much happened this week to not cover something. So, uh, so we thought we'd uh, put a little something together. And and I know you wanted to get your deep dive in, so I thought I'd uh, I thought I'd blow in a call to you and make sure make sure you got that. And uh, yep, yep, for sure. That, uh, yeah, I had a whole bunch of I had a whole bunch of stuff. Like you said, we probably got enough for three episodes tonight. But well, uh, due to my uh, effed up circumstances, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Well, you know, I it, and I was I was kind of bummed out you weren't here because I couldn't even play this song for you. I know what's what's a what's a scooter in the preacher man show without having uh, having that one in there. So A and W root beer if that counts. But <laughs> <laughs> well, don't hurt yourself. It's not the same, but you know, you want to do it? Let's do it. I know. You know what? I actually talked to one of the guys that listen to the podcast. He come in and uh, he's like, you know, when you guys start the show, you guys really got to get those shots like right out of the way. The very first thing he goes, I waited for like twenty minutes to do that shot with you guys. <laughs> he was he was mad about it, man. I was like. Well, I think we started a little early, so we were already, you know, yeah. segue into it. Not, but, you know. not our fault. He didn't start without us. He should. Uh, right. he, he should start doing a shot in the opening uh, in the opening act. Right. Well, from now on, I guess we got to do a shot. We can't keep him waiting. Right. So. Out, right out of the gate, eh? We, right out of the gate. We probably should quit doing the shots before the gate opens, then, because that is that's the problem. By the time we start the show, sometimes it's like, okay, we better slow down, or we're not going to see the end of the show. <laughs> or or it's a three four hour show yeah yeah you'll have yeah. that you'll have that it's one of, one of the other i know it more, yeah. more editing for you but <laughs> the show must go on the show must go on yep no we had to get this out here for the people on. so yeah i know especially what, being the being the 25th show especially i know i know you missed our you missed our uh what is that millennial right is that Qu- the quarter tw- of a quarter. century? Yeah, isn't a quarter of a century of the millennial? I don't remember. The twenty, the twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, twenty twenty. We have twenty twenty, and then we got the twenty fifth anniversary, uh, the the show, and the whole thing. And I'm sitting over here in my garage, freezing my ass off, smoking cigarettes and drinking root beer. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just stay over there because we don't need uh, we don't need you spreading any of that around. We don't we don't want you to share the love. <laughs> no, like I said, down south they call it the crud. The crud. Got the crud. Oh, very nice. That's a nice term. That uh, that really that really makes me glad you're not here. I don't need no crud. <laughs> no. I'm- I wish I was there, but there was just no way. I'm. I don't want to spread. I'll spread the love. I just don't want to spread the crud. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you, Anthony, you, got, you must Anthony, I salute you. 
What's that? You got Anthony doing shots over there? Uh, no, no. He's just, uh, he brought over, <clears throat> what did he bring over? He brought some. Uh, Worsting? Worsteiner. Worsteiner. Sounds, sounds German. It, it is. is. Yep. There you go. Yep. German Pilsner. All right. So, a little something, little something different. Come out to. Uh, Come out a little, little better than the uh, the the Modelo that somebody showed up with a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Never again. I know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Probably still sitting in that refrigerator, collecting yeah. dust in the refrigerator. You, you know, one day I was working out out here, and I was really really thirsty, and and I thought uh, I'll try one more. And it really in the in the mood I was in, and I was just super thirsty. It wasn't bad. I drank it. I think it was because I slammed it, so I didn't really have time to taste it. I was just super right. thirsty, so I put it down my throat pretty quick. So <laughs> just get it, get it out of the fridge. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not a sipper. <laughs> right. Get it. Yeah, slam it. Get it out of the fridge. It's probably better when it's cold. Don't leave it laying around in the sun. You know. <laughs> Are you supposed to put a lime in it like a Corona? Uh, I think you're supposed to put. I, I think you're supposed to put some fly ash in it. I think. I'm not, <laughs> not sure what you're supposed to do with it. <laughs> put some spl- Spanish fly in it and give it to someone else. There you go. <laughs> right. A man with a plan. Yeah, my plan is I wanted to be over there tonight and I can't because, like I said, got the crud. <clears throat> so I won't go into detail about it, but yeah, it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a si- sinus eye infection. It sucks. Uh, yeah, so I don't want anybody getting that. So I'll be off all week. I'm always a little, I'm always a little off, but. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> well, hopefully you get healed up and you get back at her. We got a lot of stuff to cover. I got time to play with the video this week, so actually I worked on that today. So. Uh, um, Got uh, got the uh, YouTube account all set up and popped one out there just to test it out and got the uh, got the new uh, editing program going so so we got more work to do so you need to get healed up and get back at her because uh, <laughs> can't do it alone. Do, yeah, we can do we can do. Uh, I think I think we can do Friday Saturday next week and catch up if you want. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the boy, yeah. the boys around next week. So, but uh, yeah, I'm okay. not sure what the plans are. So we'll have to see uh, see what he's got going. But uh, but yeah, all uh, right. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. discuss it. Definitely discuss I'll it. Definitely be ready next week. All right, all right. Well, yeah, you can't be you can't be gone too long. That hurts the wallet. <laughs> right. Get get back. So uh, so Neil Pert. Yeah, yeah, we did. We discussed that. Uh, yeah, we did cover that. In fact, um, I'll uh, well you'll. You, yeah, I probably won't take me too long to get this show out there, but um, I did a I did a little uh, little bit about him on the opener, and then I also um, I also put together uh, last night. I put together a little uh, I don't know you want to call it greatest greatest hits or whatever. I put together a little five minute segment of some of some of my favorite clips of uh, some of his drumming. So so okay. we, so, yeah, so we ran so we ran that too. But uh, yeah, I was having fun, kind of reminiscing a little bit and thinking about him and thinking about some of the songs I used to play and and uh, yeah, just. Uh, Kind of made, you know, I got that news. I sat here and kind of got a big lump in my throat listening to it and thinking about it. And, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, well, yeah, he had, he had some uh, he had some brain issues, I thought. They took some part of his brain out or something. It, it was brain uh, brain cancer. Brain cancer. Like, I mean, it was it was a while back. I'm not going to say 20 years, but it, it's, it's been a while. I know that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't get into um what what got him? I mean, I know he's sixty seven, but 
It was the brain cancer that that killed him. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. The, wow. Yeah, the family finally released that yesterday. I guess he. I guess he passed on Tuesday, and the family just kind of kept everything quiet, and then and then did the formal news statement yesterday. But that's that's what it was for effect. Was it was brain cancer? What a genius for a drummer to you know and you know your mind and did the drumming and just have it go. You know, I mean that's just that's just sad. Yeah. Sad. Yep. Yep. For sure. No, I'm with you. So kind of how I felt too pretty pretty heavy and like I say he was such an influence on me growing up that um, um, you know when I was when I got started and uh, when I learned the drum man I patterned so much so much of my drumming around him that uh, you know I just uh, one of the best one of the best and I yeah. learned a lot so well For I guess sure. I guess since we're I guess I'll go first since we're spending so much time on uh, on uh, Neil Peart that uh, you'll, you'll never you'll never guess what I picked out for my deep dive for the day I, I knew you would. <laughs> so, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you um, I'm gonna cut you short real quick because I, before I forget, I think uh, do some uh, YYZ and play it backwards for the subliminal thing at the end of the show. Well, I was actually thinking or, I have I have one of my uh, one of my favorite solos um, that he did, and I was actually thinking about uh, uh, playing playing that. Okay. Because um, yeah, I have uh, I have one of his solos back from uh, I think it's 1994, and I was just gonna run that at the end of the show. Sure. I did have a and, a, and of course in my clip that I did earlier, I had a little bit of YYZ in there. You know how could how could you I, not? I knew you. How can you not? <laughs> how can you not? How can you not? I even play that. I even do that just uh, on the jukebox sometimes just to dig it up some old. You know, out of all the things that I that I learned to play and followed along with him with, I could never ever get that opening rhythm of YYZ down. I just I just can't do it. No, I can't do it. I just pile it up every time. It's something about it that gets me, and I can't do it. Dude, I used to sit there. My buddy was a huge. I mean way bigger than me i mean he was total needle well he was a drummer so yeah he was a complete uh you know drumming fool but uh yeah we would sit there together and uh and uh think and just do that you know right you know and then they just start kicking it you know yep yep no good stuff all right good stuff so what you got? What are you doing? What's your next? What's your next move here? Well, I, uh, I, I, I was uh, since we were talking about Rush, I kind of went and picked out my deep dive, and uh, you know, of course, everybody knows, you know, the top ones, the Tom Sawyer, and uh, you know, Free Will, and Working Man, and uh, Spirit of Radio, and Red Barchetta, and but you know, one of my one of my favorites, which I kind of just opened her up with there while we were talking, there's a little bit of uh, La Villa Strangetto. Yeah. Familiar with that one? Oh yeah, I know. I know. I know all rock <laughs> Well, I I like this one just because uh, it, it just really uh, it really highlights some of his some of his different rhythm choices. But uh, yeah, here I'll play a little bit of this for us, and uh, and uh, this is this is what I what I brought for the deep dive is just another little dedication to uh, Neil and Rush and a uh, little La Vila Strangetto. All right.
And there you have it. Little. Yep, I remember that well. Yes. Yes, one of my favorites. One of my favorites, not one of the most well-known. Of course, of course if you listen to the uh to the Canadian station, they do they actually play that on the radio quite a bit, which uh which which is fairly common, but uh Right. But yeah, you won't you won't hear that uh, on the riff, that's for sure. <laughs> uh don't think I don't think I ever remember hearing it on there. <laughs> That's something you you would have had to have the album and the turntable and you know. Yep. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, I mean, every, all that all that rush was on the album, man. Until you know, obviously we switched over to CDs or whatever. But yeah. Right. Right. You know, not like collecting uh, the Rush uh, Rush album collection, man, which I have quite a few Rush albums. Yeah. I do. You know, it's funny too. When I sat down to do that little project last night, I sat there and I went. Holy moly! Do you own a lot of Rush? <laughs> I got piles. I got hours of it and hours of it. I actually had to go back and go through my uh, through my uh, project and and cut a little bit out of it because it was it was rapidly approaching a seven minute bit and I'm like, okay, stop, <laughs> stop already, Scooter. It's a, that's enough. I think that's, that, I think we're doing about seven minutes on Rush again. <laughs> that's all right. They deserve it. Yeah, they do. They deserve it. So you brought a pretty Another. cool uh, you brought a pretty cool choice for your deep dive for the week. Yeah, you know, uh, it's on the jukebox at work, man. And uh, you know, I remember I remember listening to those guys back in the '70s and you know, kind of '80s and uh, Iggy and the Stooges there. And uh, heck yeah, you know, and uh, just just some of the good, you know, kind of punky kind of music was going around. The people that are hanging around with were like kind of punk rockers. And I, you know, this is one guy who was just, you know, Iggy Pop, he was huge, and in that song, just like. You know, just just that beginning, so like, wow, you know, it just cranks and it's just, like, just got a good beat. You know, just that you can't find that sound anymore. Ian. No, 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 and 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 really, Iggy was one of the pioneers. I mean, in that punk punk, you know, new wave era. You know, that was and really the punk more mainstream. It was he was one of the pioneers in that in that in that in that genre. Genre. <laughs> got to get that gotta right. Get it right. That's right. We got the. Robot bartender hanging out. Tonight. Oh yeah, she's right here taking notes, helping us out. So, so yeah, we got What's all up, girl? all hands on deck. What up, girl? Hello. Hello. <laughs> so which part of which part of the uh, the Iggy tune did you want? You want uh, you want the just the very beginning of it? Is that what you were after? Right in the beginning, man, because that that's what grabs you by the boo boo. Grabs right you by the boo boo. I love that when yeah, that happens. Just, uh, just as soon as you crank it up, man, you just start feeling it. All right. So. Little down on the street by the yeah. by the Stooges. So here we go. Yep. <laughs> down on the street where the babies That's it. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Any idea what year that was? Man, I want to say uh, 69, 67, 69, oh, right around there. Really? That old? I, th- I think so. Maybe early. I know it's early 70s, if anything, but I, it's... Okay. Huh. But uh, 
Yeah, yeah I'm not quite sure, but I, I thought I remember something around like 67, 69, oh, right around there. I think you're spot on. I'm looking down here at the bottom of the album. It's, uh, that was on uh, Full House, or I'm sorry, Fun House. And uh, it was uh, 1970 but on Electra Records. Records. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're yeah. pretty much good job. Preacher man yeah, comes through. Close. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, I was close, man. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's my deep dive, man. Just a good old cranking song, man. No. Give, give somebody to listen to. Maybe go back and you know hit the archives and check it out. You know. Heck yeah. Heck yeah! No, that's a good one, and I don't—I I haven't heard it in years. I've heard it before, but I haven't heard it in years. I—I I I had to listen to it and just kind of go, "Oh yeah, I do remember this," because I've always been a big Iggy fan, and especially mm-hmm. the Stooges. I don't know well, if I—you can't, you can't not be. You know? I don't know if I like Iggy better with the Stooges or without the Stooges, but uh, yeah, regardless, I've always been a big Iggy Pop fan. Yeah, they were going to change their name or their or do. Uh, man, I can't. I, man, I'm mad at myself, but. They were gonna they were gonna call the band something else and they, they went with the Stooges and uh just seemed to fit, you know. Right. Right. You know, probably something after the three Stooges, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably could be some truth to that considering that group of characters. <laughs> That's what I mean. Whoop. Apparently, apparently so it wants, get... it wanted to play again. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> so is that Anthony Anthony running the drops over there? No, no, he's not. Uh, this is going to be a pretty uh, a drop light show because, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, I'm I'm multitasking, and uh, Anthony's not real familiar with the uh, drop drop program there. So, so we're gotcha. gonna, we're going to be we're going to be drop light tonight. You just press <laughs> random right. buttons, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just just start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put out a twenty five point five. Uh, that little episode or whatever, <laughs> there. or, or uh, a twenty-five point two episode or something. Yeah, it will. It will do nothing but drops. Just yeah. <laughs> twenty-five point two <laughs> can be a, just a whole episode full of drops, and then we'll drop. and, and then we'll when cut it and we'll, we'll paste it and we'll put it on top of the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have the technology. No, he's playing drops like the preacher man does. They don't make any sense with what we're talking about, but they're just drops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that usually happens when you do the shots with the drops and the drops with the shots. Something, Shot drop. something happens when you're sitting in that chair, apparently. I know. I got the crud. Oh. You turn into somebody else when you sit in that chair. You got that mic on you. Right, right. The whole world is a different place when you're when you're in that chair. Heck yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after uh, after we get done uh, uh, with the phone call here, uh, I am gonna listen to uh, episode twenty four because I just seen that that you just shot that one out for everybody. Yeah, I finally got man. It took it took a while. I uh, had a crazy week oh, and uh, yeah, you yeah. But uh, finally last night, I think I worked on it and I couldn't. Usually, I, I try to do it during my lunch hour work, and my week was so nuts even at work. I just I just didn't get a chance, and so yeah, finally I got around to it uh, between Wednesday night and Thursday night. I got it finished up last night, and I think it was pretty late too when I finally got it out. But I got it out, so yeah. At least that one's ready. You got the big bad full moon out there, man, uh, messing with everybody. Is that what's throwing it off? Yeah, you got a, you got a, well, the full, the technically the full moon was yesterday, the tenth, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, so it's out there, and uh, if anything screwy went on, uh, you can blame it on that full moon out there. I'm gonna blame it on the two and a half inches of rain. <laughs> oh, that's that reminds me. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, if anything could go wrong, remember when we started out 
anything go wrong, like lightning or we lose power <laughs> or something's wrong, Jason's coming. <laughs> yeah, well, today's no different, man. I no. got sick, and then, uh, you know, we get we, we get a, a major flood, you know. <laughs> well, it was coming in the studio a little bit. We actually got some wet spots around here. It uh, was r- blowing right through the main door. Uh, actually, both, oh, really? two, two of the doors. Yeah, so there's a few puddles, a uh, few puddles out here. So, so yeah. but yeah, oh, yeah it's, I, uh, got a, I got a little bit in my garage too. It started coming through the uh, garage door on the floor over here, over here by my fridge is uh, a little bit wet. So this thing's going every which way but loose out there. Yeah, well, there's nowhere for it to go. You know, there's yeah, just so whole, much of my it. My whole backyard's flooded. Yep, mine too. I mean, mine, mine, mine too for sure. <laughs> well, and it was funny because uh, we just we just went or I just went and had uh, dinner with uh, with my friend, and uh, she's a uh, she's an insurance agent, and she was sitting there saying, "I do not want to go to work on Monday because I know Monday morning I'm going to be flooded with flooded flooded no pun intended flooded with phone calls of you know water damage and wind damage and you know I mean I'm like oh I never even thought about that but yep." Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even sound like fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, back in the day or whatever, I guess. I mean, you know, you don't ever think about uh, flood damage, you know, till it till it happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, then it's too late. Yep. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I had a rental over on uh, Lapeer, and uh, that basement flooded. We got uh, well, actually, the sub pump uh, couldn't handle handle the. The rain that was coming in downstairs, and it was just—it was kind of like this. And the sub pump had uh, jammed up or quit working, and just backed up the whole downstairs. And when we all came home, you know, late at night, uh, went back downstairs to do something. And there was two feet of water. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? So when that when that when what? So when that that sub pump stops working, yeah, you got a flood. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it don't take long either. It's <laughs> nope. 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 It was like two feet of water. Yeah, it was like the northwest corner of the house had this little leak in it. And, you know, once once it rained, it would just kind of back up out, out there. And, you know, but it would flow over to the sub pump. Well, the sub pump quits working. That's it. You got a flood. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so yeah, I don't want to be her on Monday either. No, no, not at all. I can only imagine the chaos she's got coming. Yeah, actually, I'm going to probably go downstairs after we're done with here and just go check and see if my sub pump's working okay. <laughs> Now's not the time. <laughs> just just not, to double check. Nothing you can do about it now. <laughs> well, actually, it did flood over here one time because our sub pump, the new house that I'm in, that that, that quit working because the inspector, when we, when we moved in, he was looking at it and he moved it. Well, when he moved it, it jammed up. Oh. So before we even bought the house, thank God there wasn't anything down there. He moved that sub pump just right where uh, it locked up and uh, flooded the basement. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice of him. So, so you sued oh, him for damages, right? <laughs> well, no. He, uh, before we had to move in, he uh, one of the deal was is it had to be in working order, so he went and bought a brand-new sub pump. Oh, did he really? When I, yeah, so we put that in thinking that that one was junk. Well, come to find out. When I was doing my pool, I just plugged in that thumb pump, the old one that was down there. He left it, and it works just fine. He just he just moved it the wrong way, but now I got a brand new sub pump, so I'm <laughs> perfect. It's bad, but uh, yeah, yeah, that flooding sucks. I don't want to be here on Monday. There's just no way. No, no, 
No. But anyway. But anyway. Anyways. Yeah, well, it's my fault. Blame blame it on me for the, all the rain. Well, it's it's, it's 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 been chaos for a lot of people this week. Like I say, I had I had chaos at work all week. It was just a crazy week, and uh, you know, just one thing after another. And then uh, you know, I listened to, to the Drew and Mike show. And uh, they had just a, a, a hellacious week. And then if you get a chance, I'll tell you what, it's good for entertainment value because I'll tell you a little story. Since you're sitting around okay. not doing much anyways, right. if you get a chance to lis- listen to an extra podcast or two, uh, the week was rough. But if you get a chance to listen to Friday's show, I, I think it's actually listed as Thursday's show, their last show of the week. Listen to Thursday's okay. show because everything that could go wrong went wrong, and it's almost laughable. And you'll sit there and laugh because you'll be able to relate to it. You'll go, oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yep, uh-huh. I mean, so much of it's just funny and laughable. I mean, I'm sure, you know, for regular listeners, maybe not so much, but I actually sat there and chuckled and felt bad for him. I went, oh, yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yep, I've had that happen. Yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so check it out. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's entertainment value, and it's actually a pretty good show. They 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 pulled it together and you know still put out a pretty decent show. But I mean, just the comedy from the problems is is enough to laugh at anyway. So, oh, you know that's my kind of humor right there. Right? It is. I know the 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 crazy chaos. So yeah, you get a kick yeah. out of that one. <laughs> All right, so that's the Thursday show, Drew yeah. and Mike. Yep, Thursday night. Yeah, right. Thursday's Thursday show, the last show of the week. <laughs> All right, I'll listen, I'll listen to it a little bit later here. Yeah, there you go. Give you something to do. Nice. Yeah, it's entertainment. Good, good, good. Well, is well, there anything else you wanted to uh, wanted to cover that happened this week, or anything sp- special going on, or uh, just that crazy bombing over in Iran? I didn't really want to get into politics, but holy moly, yeah. are they uh, going crazy? Especially shot down that plane. I know. We 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 they, talk, talked about that a little earlier. It's like, yeah, it's uh, cute, real cute. Don't want to well, don't want to take and admit. And Anthony was telling me they actually finally came clean on it and said, "Yep, it was our fault. It was our missile." We yeah, he, he said he just heard that. So, <laughs> well, that's our neighbors over there, Canadians. There was sixty uh, some Canadians on that that's, plane too. That's what I heard. I know it's just ridiculous. How are, how are they gonna? Uh, I mean, oh. right? How are you gonna come back from that one, man? Exactly. I, it just you look like a moron. Right. Just no way around it. And, of course, they wanted to spin it. Well, not only did they want to spin it, our own media wanted to spin it and say, oh, well, it's, you know, if if if, if President Trump hadn't launched that uh, launched that attacks against Salami, then, you know, right. then they wouldn't have had to do that. So, ultimately, it's America's fault that that plane got shot down. It's like, really? Right. Really? Right. <laughs> it's our fault did that they you... can't aim their damn missiles? <laughs> right. Did you watch the... Uh... Uh, well, what is her name? Uh, the blonde, I, I, if I know it, she interviewed Trump. Oh yeah, was that Laura Ingram? Yes, the Ingram angle or whatever. Yeah, I did not get a chance um, to see that interview, but I did hear a little few clips uh, from it. Pretty good stuff, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, she was she was kind of relentless on him and kind of gave him the hammer a little bit. But okay. He had a he had an answer for everything, but uh, still, it was a uh, boy oh boy, you know. You, you know, I love, I like the guy. I like what he's doing, and hopefully, uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's a full moon, and, the, and shit's just crazy out there. So we're gonna, <laughs> we'll get back with this next week when I'm uh, full, full, uh, full throttle here. Oh yeah, I'm sure. There's, uh, there's gonna be uh, six days go by between now and the next time we get together. So I'm sure we'll have a whole pile of things to follow up with. So <laughs> yeah, might be a, uh, a twenty-five point three show. Right, right. 
Well, that's all right. Well, we just wanted to make sure we got in touch with him. We got a few, you know, a little bit out here for the people. Just let them know what was going on, and you know why why it isn't really a typical typical week. And uh, um, wanted to, wanted to absolutely make sure we covered some of the stuff on Neil Peart too, and a couple of the couple of the hot news stories from the week. But uh, yep. but yeah, no, we'll, we'll we'll get back. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I want to say thanks for Anthony for uh, sitting in being the co-pilot tonight. No problem. Right on, brother. Yep, it's always good to good to have a backup. So, yeah, he came yep. th- came through like a trooper. Been yes. riding the pine for a while. <laughs> What's that? So I've been riding the pine for a while. I understand. After last, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. Put it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All righty, brother. We'll get some rest and get healed up and take your yeah, medicine like-, like a big boy and. Yeah, I've been taking my vitamins and uh, my antibiotics and getting plenty of rest and drinking cranberry and peach juice and Aww. eating my drink, doing my vitamin D. And You left your tampon here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw that I'm gonna one need it. I'm going to need it for next week. Oh, it's, ready. it's on the desk, ready. Locked and loaded, ready to go. <laughs> I mean, unless, unless you need it, go ahead. Buddy. No, I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to quit? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Okay. All righty, brother. All right. Well, I think we're going to finish up a couple things, uh, a couple little pieces of business here, and then uh, and I think we're going to get out of here ourselves. So, so, right uh, on. so feel better. Well, we and, had, we yeah. had to give the people what they want. You know, we had to give them something. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We might have to do at least a shot at the end of the show just to, uh, just to keep up with tradition. So, uh, perfect. And, and for your, for your one buddy listener, he's, he's going to have to wait a whole, uh, hour and 15 minutes to to get to that point so he's really gonna be pissed i know <laughs> well, what's going on well by, time, well by the time i see him it'll be next week and then uh i'll i'll hear about it later but yeah i'll probably just have to buy him a shot and just you know have, get over it brother <laughs> right right let's just <laughs> let's just have one now and call it good all right all right jerry this is for you jerry there perfect Perfect. All right, I'm going to do I'm going to do my root beer. Drink your so root beer. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for calling, man. Heck yeah, feel better. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, all right. Easy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace uh, out, man. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye. All righty. Well, there's the preacher man sitting there uh, sitting there on his laurels getting uh, getting whatever fungus or crud crud i don't even know i'm not even familiar with that term i think i have heard that before i'm not sure what that entails nor do i think i want to look it up and find out so i I think we'll just go with uh i'm glad you didn't describe it to me because i really didn't want to know that much about it (laughs) so yeah um i don't know there's you know there's uh, there's other stuff we could cover i don't know uh what do you what do you got is there anything else you wanted to touch base on or no i was i was reading all kinds of this i didn't realize that i was looking this guy got stranded I know you in Alaska. That. I had something and then it disappears. Oh, here it is. Stranded more than 20 days in sub-zero temperatures because he burnt his cabin down because he put cardboard in his wood-burning stove. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, sent a spark out, burnt down his cabin, <laughs> killed his dog. Ay ay ay. <laughs> that had to be a lot of cardboard. Oh, that's what I was, yeah. He said he was just trying to start the fire, but the spark came out. And burned the roof. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm buying it. I right. think there's more to that story. I use cardboard in the wood burner. This is all the, the only time, way he but... got found. He carved SOS in the snow. Okay. 
and was waving his SOS. hands. SOS. No kidding. <laughs> Yikes. Jeez. Yeah, that's not probably not a great place for that. Back on 536, I'm 1023 Quest. Nope. That's, yeah, that's probably not a great place for that to happen. No. Because there's a lot of desolate places in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Alaska, that's for sure. Okay. Well, did you, did you end up finding a joke of the week or did you want me to grab it? I did not. Okay. Oh, that's fine. I found one. I found one here that'll suffice. Uh, it's called Death Genie. I don't know how PC this is, but you know us. I mean, we don't we don't typically uh, we don't typically get too uh, too far uh, far into the PC world. So it is what it is. I'm just reading it off the paper, so you can't yell at me too much. This probably ended up here because somebody sent it to me, and you know, it's just just the way it is. But uh, so yeah, High Towers High Tower meets Joke of the Week. Because that's our that's our new joke of the week sponsor that we uh, that we discussed. So yeah, make sure uh, we've talked about them before. But make sure if you're looking for uh, uh, any uh, Lundiegers or sausage or any of those type of things, you should get a hold of uh, get a hold of Sean at Hightower Meats at eight one zero four three four sixty one eighty eight. But he's sponsoring this week's joke of the week, which is uh, Deaf Genie. So the guy walks into a bar and notices a guy sitting at the bar with a huge cigarette lighter. He walks over to the guy and says, "That sure is a big lighter. Where'd you get it?" The guy tells, the guy tells him that the guy at the piano bar is a genie and will grant him one wish if he asks him to. So he walks over to the guy at the piano bar and says, "Excuse me, buddy. The guy over at the bar says that you are a genie and you will grant me a wish." He responds, "I sure am. What is your wish?" The guy says, "I wish for a million bucks." And all of a sudden, the bar is full of ducks. So he walks back over to the guy at the bar and says, you're right, he really is a genie, but he's kind of hard of hearing. So the guy says, yeah, I know. Do you think I asked for a 12-inch bick? <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody needs, a 12-inch bick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess besides that... Um, Trying to get uh, some more stuff out there on the website. We also are working on the uh, on the uh, YouTube channel, and uh, we'll see if we can work on getting some videos out there for you guys. Um, some of it you've already seen on uh, Facebook Live, but we're going to try to start putting some compilations together and get that out there as, as we get more and more and more pictures and, and videos. And, and so, yeah, we'll try to we'll, – we'll announce more once we get that out there. But, um, but uh, yeah, I think that's – I think that's uh, – just about just about all we got for the week and uh as always please get out there on facebook make sure you like us on facebook because because uh, we absolutely need those likes that's how uh that's uh downloads and likes is what uh what everybody looks at uh, as you as you get ranked on uh ranked on the charts and the advertisers start looking at you and all those type of things so so make sure make sure you do that and uh twitter too twitter helps make sure you follow us on twitter and shoot us an email if you got any input or you want to hear anything special in the show or you're mad at the preacher man because he didn't come into the office tonight or whatever the case may be we'd love to hear from you so i'll take this chance to thank anthony i appreciate him stopping in and helping us out and uh, yeah for sure good to have you so i don't think i have anything else unless you got anything for the folks nothing nothing all right. Well, I think uh, I think probably at the end of the show here, we're gonna do one more little uh, little bit from Neil Peart. This, uh, as I was telling the preacher man, this kind of goes back uh, probably about 20 years, but um, but yeah, it is it is one of uh, 
one of my favorite drum solos that, uh, and it's a long one, so if you don't like long drum solos or you're not uh, not into the drums, then, uh, you know, go ahead and fast forward through it. But I hope you enjoy it. Just a little extra something I'm going to put on there for you. So, uh, like, that's about all we got. And we are out. <laughs>